I'm used to this. Well, sort of. All right. Well, I haven't spoken in a long time. I'm very nervous. All right. Uh, my name is Oscar. I came here five years ago, and I mean, it's just like you guys, exchange student. Uh, I'm from Seattle. I don't know if anyone else is here is from Seattle. Oh, we got like two people over there, something like that. I think. Okay, that's cool. All right. If you guys ever come back and need a church or anything, let me know. Um, anyways, um, yeah. Pastor JP gave me this like opportunity to speak, um, I, and so I'm just going to start because I don't have that much time, I don't think. Um, let me start off by praying, though. Um, dear God, uh, I just thank you so much for this uh, time, for these students, God. I pray that you may continue to sow into their lives, God, during their trip here. Um, I pray that they may be able to discover you on new levels, and uh, and stuttering, God, may it be heard well, God. Uh, we thank you so much. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Uh, I lived in the U.S. like all my life, uh, normal childhood, uh, and I too was Buddhist as well, but I had a very like innocent view of religion as a whole, different names. Um, but anyways, growing up, um, uh, my cousin passed away like my sophomore year in high school, right now with y'all. Um, yeah, he passed away at 23, and he was like a lot of like existential questions about life and death. Uh, I'm sure that if any of you guys, like, why, why, why? And I just, uh, became suicidal. And I just thought a lot about why we have to all through my high school years. And during my high school years, uh, I continued to see um, people, more of my cousins, my, my stepdad. It was just life that became what I was about. It became my identity. And um, it was... You know, I didn't want to burden anyone else. Um, and it was just normal. It became very numb. And um, anyways, I threw a lot of bitterness toward God or whoever this higher being was. Um, I, um, and I blamed God for everything. Um, and so for the, it was, it was just my life. And that's what I became. A, at a certain point, I decided to leave um, temporary and pointless and meaningless that I just wanted to get away from it all. And so to study abroad, right? You're in college, you go, oh, mom, I'm just going to like go to Korea. At the time, I was kind of into K-pop and stuff like that. Uh, it was like the Korean wave. Uh, and I think, uh, but really hard for her. And she felt hard for me as well. Um, like, emo and like i like put everything into her like all my hopes all my uh, it was bound to fail when you kind of do that when you just idolize so yeah and so by the time I, I got to korea and we had to do this long relationship we pretty much broke up after like a month of me in korea thing in uh there's nothing i could hold on to nothing i could control in my life i couldn't i can't even hold on to her and i was just so depressed, not on campus, but uh, at a different apartment. And I don't know if you guys heard about this. Go over there, they'll like have like it's so so many people jump off it that they have like little Korean sayings like like pegupa, and I'm like so confused. I'm like, so if I'm hungry, this, <laughs> anyways. So I, I would always like imagine myself jumping off that bridge. Everything came back to to God for me. It was like. God, you took this, these people away from me. God, I, I can't, like, I felt like even if I jumped off that bridge, for some reason I would still survive. And so at that point, I just gave up. I, I broke down. Uh, I lose. 
whatever you want me to do, I'll do. Um, anyways, uh, let me recap. I said nothing, and and I then I hated God. My time here, I stayed here for the whole a whole year. I don't know how long you guys are going to be here for. In the cafe SK Global, uh, it's Angel Dio Cafe, some kind of moose cafe. Care Caribou, like it was a Canadian. Yeah, I came back there. And anyways, so I was, I was sitting at that cafe, and if you know it, then sitting there, I had my laptop on, and I had this face like, "Don't talk to me." Like I was really depressed. I had like headphones on too, and everything. And then this this random girl comes. She walks by the window. Knew each other. I forgot her name. We met like one time before. I don't even think she remembered my name. Uh, <laughs> and at the end of our conversation, our very short conversation, uh, she invites me to a make come. And I was certain it was God because I know why I didn't want to go be here. And so I sat down around there, and I was singing on their songs. Okay, <laughs> so those are the words. Okay, I don't want to sing them. That, like, hella awkward. Uh, and eventually, I, I came to Philadelphia. If you guys don't know. Um, anyways, so I went out to uh, the church, and they were like extremely, extremely charismatic. Like, there was, the worship was, like, crazy loud. Someone's praying in tongues, right? And I'm like, what the F is that? I don't know why I didn't stop going after that, but I kept going. Um, for, uh, and you, um, he started talking to me, and he's like, he was like, oh. And I'm like, I don't know. I just feel like I'm supposed to be here. Gospel and, like, by, and about Jesus dying for me and stuff like that. And so I begin to ask a really weird Um why would he why would he die for me i i um it was just kind of convoluted to me and maybe jesus love loves me more than i love myself but i was like no nah, that can't be true like look at my life look at everything i humored it i um spent my time here and one of the the first things that he he did for me uh was just uh, on my birthday um, I discovered something very interesting. Man, I kind of feel old now. Um, but on, meaning, Jesus died on the day I was born. In place, I was going to get aborted. Um, and she was even in the office. There were like, all these sad moms coming in now. And she was like, I can't do this anymore. anymore. <laughs> and anyways, <laughs> um, my appointment. Um, that the only reason why I'm here is because, and, and from then on out, my time here was just crazy. I experienced in family here, uh, back then we called it like familia. I don't know if you guys still do that. Even five years later, I, I just recently met some old Emmaus alumni, uh, in Seattle. Out, like it was yesterday, like we were still here. Um, and the, just, I, I began to serve here as well on the media team for a church. I served in that church a lot doing media. Um, and give me a second. Let's see where I'm at. <laughs> my, uh, my heart up about my pains to like many of the pastors. And it's like, it was just a miracle, my time here. And some of you guys are here to explore the culture, learn the language, meet new people, uh, just getting away from their hometown, you know, from the noisiness, from family or whatever. Um, but I hope you guys get to do all of the things you want to do here. 
um, get to know God on, on a new level, on a new experience, away from all the, uh, away from it all, to just where it's just God and you, and you get to experience a take back home from Korea. You know, um, I took back, kind of skinny, but they still fit. Um, I took back lots of soup. Hopefully, you guys will be able to remember that still. Um, I, I kept friendships that. You know, even my my friends. You know, like what they took back, they 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 got married. Uh, like was their wedding. So maybe you'll meet your future husband, wife. I don't know. It's a possibility. It's not like you guys will probably take back a lot of uh, good memories too. But the one thing that I took away and standing up here five years from now, it's really crazy. If I didn't meet God here, I wouldn't be anywhere today. Um, um ended off with uh, a verse. Just read it. Uh, I'm going to read it from the NLT just because I like simple, like worthless, because of what Christ has done. Yes, everything else is worthless when compared with the infinite value so that I could gain Christ and become one with him. I no longer count my own right, for God's way of making us right with himself depends on faith. I want to know Christ and experience one way or another. I will experience the resurrection from the dead. All right. pray so much that you guys get to experience just a bit of what I experienced, and like New Philly, Emmaus, they're, they're amazing. Um, and Come on, guys. Uh, um, you need to share your story more, man. You need to share your story more. I pray that I pray for more um, because of the way that he closed his testimony. Uh, it's a confirmation. Um, passage that I have today, I'm going to get right into is from Matthew chapter 13, verse 44 to 46, and I, it says, oh man, what's, what's wrong with this? Alright, it says, in a field, which a man found and covered up, then in his joy, again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant in search and sold all that he had and bought it. Alright. <laughs> I didn't put it up there. <laughs> Matthew 6. <laughs> Matthew 6, 21, it says, For where your treasure is, there your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Okay? So the follow-up is, examine your hearts, all right? Examine your own life. Now it's funny, right? Cause, <laughs> all right? What do you guys spend your, your li- in, your, in your life, right? If you were to look at your budget, look at your accounts, what do you think about the most? What do you spend most of your energy on? Right? <laughs> right? K-pop. K-pop concerts, right? I came across students over the concert after concert after concert. They would save up their money. They would count down the XO or whatever. I don't know what people are into this. I'm not into this kind of stuff, right? <laughs> what? Who said what? Who said what? <laughs> Food. All right? This is me. All right? This is me money on something, it would be food. I wouldn't mind, right? Not only food, I, I love her. So, so be my friend, no strings attached, all right? When I grew up, I, I, I grew up being a, what you call a sneakerhead, right? You, I just, all right. You see, there was a point in my life in high school, I'll explain more later, I used to have, you can see I value shoes, all right? The thing is, like, there are so many people energy money on it to the point where people will Think, and they're called the Jordan 3 Koreas, all right? Jordan 3 Koreas. When this came out, the world flew into Korea 
to stand in line to maybe get this shoe. And three days before the shoe was released, there are lines all like around. Now, if you buy this shoe retail, it's about $700 USD, right? Do that, right? So people would camp out like this. This is in the States. That is what they value, right? They work hard. They do what they got to do. So the point is, all that is, we pursue and we go after that which we value, which is our treasure, right? And the thing is, as we grow older, pogs and, 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 and like, you guys don't know what that is maybe, right? <laughs> Things that I would save up my allowance for, I would fast like none other. As our life transitions, as we get older and more mature, we're at a place right now. And I say we, because where we value and we treasure things like career, right? Reputation, career, relationships. We value our future. And then when we move on in life, things will begin to change. We'll start valuing family, right? The values that are set before us, I'm glad at this life stage, I don't value yo-yo still. You know what I mean? Like, it's, here we go. That which is valuable, he, he went to this huge field and he saw this one treasure. We don't know what that treasure is. Just to buy that whole field because he valued that treasure, that field, right? Another account, you know, is to buy that pro. Why? To that man, that treasure, right? Now, it says in this passage here, it says the man's after, he's saying, the kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field. Everyone's here that that man was after. It was so valuable. That treasure is actually the kingdom of heaven. Very simply, all right? Here it is. What is the kingdom of heaven? Our lives. Okay? I'll say that again. The kingdom over our lives. That's what this is talking about here. And Lord of his life, the king of his heart, was a treasure. Right? It's to have Jesus as our king, as the Lord of our lives. As, or is he your spare tire? Right? Is everything for him. And let him be the driver, the captain, the Lord, the king of urgency. In case of when things go rough. He ain't your treasure. Right? Nothing. Everyone says everything. All right? It costs, in other words, relationship with Jesus, where he's the Lord of your life, it is invaluable. All right? The kingdom of God is so valuable that losing everything on earth. Let me say that one more time. I love this. It says the kingdom of God, kingdom is a happy trade-off. Because in that verse, it says, this thing. in his joy, he doesn't drag his feet, souls. You know what I mean? In his joy, he did this. All right. Is any other value or treasure? That's what I'm trying to say tonight, right? It's and I love, I love that Oscar. He finished by saying the same value in our lives. He said it. Oscar said it already. It's already on the slide. He already said it. All right. It says, whatever gain I had, I counted as skadula. Skadula in Greek culture is actually a cuss word, but I'm not going to say it. Mit. All right. All right. It says, whatever gain I had, I counted as Christ. Indeed, I count everything as loss because of the surpassing, everyone say, the loss of all things, counted them as rubbish in order that I may gain Christ. I was getting chills when you were saying that. 
Yo, who's speaking here? God, he had it going on. He had the highest reputation. He had the respect of persecuted Christians. He had status. He had reputation. He had crap. All that is, you know, nothing. Rubbish. Garbage. The relationship with Christ. Oh man, nothing compares. And Oscar got a little taste of that. Oscar got a little taste of that. I love that. How much is Jesus worth to you? Ask yourself. Worthy. You're worthy of it all, right? But really ask yourself, really, is he your treasure? Everything to follow after this man, Jesus. But to us, I tell you about one woman in the Bible that I highly respect. This is one of my, this is my favorite passage of the Bible. Every passage, all right? Her name is Mary of Bethany. As a prostitute, she was infamous because she was the town's prostitute. Everyone knew her last name, Nur, right? Her name is Sinner, all right? Everybody in the and here this woman is, she hears about rumors about this contest. He said years ago, he said, here comes the Lamb of God who takes away the Jesus. Jesus enters, he gets invited into a house full of tradition. What's normal? What's default is this? A servant comes, uh, the guest's head with oil, a fragrant oil, right? Oil on their head. The reason why they do that is so that everybody in the room knows that that's basic treatment right there in that culture. Jesus comes through his head. Everybody makes a spectacle of him. And the Pharisees are inviting him into the house. He does. This woman comes and she can't stand what she sees. She sees the king bust into the room. She throws herself at the feet of Jesus. Let me tell you a little bit about this alabaster jar of perfume. This perfume as a prostitute. This perfume, guess what it represented? It was worth about three years of wages actually. She brings it, tapped with perfume. She throws herself at the feet of Jesus and then him. I mean, to her, Jesus is worth more than just a couple. And just lavishes his feet with this perfume. I get convicted. If my life represents this jar, is Jesus just worth a couple drops to me? Or is he worth everything to me? You see, How much is Jesus worth to us? Treasure. Is he really treasure? How much is worth living for? Ask yourself that. It means follower, right? Is he worth following? Is he worth, is Jesus a treasure worth seeking daily? Is he a treasure, Jesus, worth pushing through this trial that you and I are going through? Denying yourself for. Let me take it a little deeper, right? Persecuted for. Is he worth dying for? Getting tortured for? You know, I'm 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 going actually. You know why? Because brothers and sisters, and I get so humbled by them, because to those people to them, where Jesus is worth getting persecuted, they got abandoned by their families. For following Jesus, they got. And I'm talking to them eye to eye with these people. Treasure. How much is Jesus really worth to us? Where Jesus was worth so much to them that they would joy in Egypt 
21 Coptic Christians. They gave them one chance to renounce Jesus. Jesus is our everything. And as a spectacle for the whole world, we're martyred because Jesus was sold. Jesus was the pearl of great price. How do we get to this place, guys? Place where Jesus truly is our treasure, where Jesus is way beyond just in love with Jesus, that with the joy set before us, we'd because I'm telling you, this world is with temporary pleasures that we think are treasures for us. Would you like to know the secret? Here it is. Jesus will become our soul experience and believe that we are his treasure. That we will to him. Oscar, how much are you worth? How much are you worth? I don't care what the world tells you. I don't care what family tells you. I don't care what any... Your price tag is the blood of Jesus. He signed the adoption paper. Mary, that alabaster jar was broken and that perfume was shed on the Christ that was broken. But it wasn't perfume that was put on us. It was why? It was an expression saying, you are my treasure. Once we understand this deep in our hearts, your worth, that you are his, pierce our hearts, we'll begin to see and understand, man, Jesus. It looks like a word. You're worth being pursued. You're worth dying for. And you are his treasure. I grew up in a Christian household, not knowing Jesus. Jesus was in church for all right. Um, I was living in Northern California, and then they say, "Hey, we're moving." I'm like, "Nice upgrade." <laughs> now, I'm not going. My life is here. My friends are here. Two of my life. Why? Because 14 is when you graduate middle school. I graduated middle school. We moved to Virginia. I don't know anybody you see in the movies. The kid holding his lunch tray, walking around, sitting by himself. Parents for everything. There began my rebellion, two of my parents. Hallelujah. Right? I began to be friends because I started hitting the basketball court. We started playing in the cool crowd. <laughs> I found myself feeling pretty nice, taking care of me. Right? You know, to the point where they I started smoking. That's when I started getting drunk. That's how I started sleeping with girls. Get hecka high, and then I did not care how my parents felt, so I would come home. I wasn't trying to hide anything. My mother fell to her... It got to the point where this bitterness deep in my heart, my two markets were actually school and church. That explains it, alright? So this was going on. It's like crap, and... They felt guilty because they knew why I was doing this. Because we were outside the house. I'm like, okay, dad, uh, I'm out. I'm not going to live here anymore. I'm going around, walk away from it. And he, he grabs my shirt like this. Right? He grabs my shirt. I took off the shirt. I took off my shirt and I ran. <laughs> I was running shirtless, right? I was running down the hill. I was running down the hill. I looked behind me and then, and then I keep running. I keep running. And all of a sudden, I hear a scream. Ah, hell. At the bottom of the hill, there's like a rock trail. He fell into it, bashed his head, and kept running away. That sums up the relationship with me and my parents. We went to a huge gang fight. You know, a lot of people getting hurt. 
And then all of a sudden, we dip. We're all running. We're all scattering. Running, 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 running. And then police car. Right? Now, for me, this ain't nothing new. All right, I went. Little did I know that I had drugs in my pocket this time. <laughs> I get in there. I do not know what's going to happen. They tell me that I got to be in there. Because I go in on a Friday night. What happens? And I'm thinking in my, I'm sitting there in my cell. I'm thinking, all right, mom and dad, oh, Jim, Mr. John Park, your mother and father is here to see you. Please be ready at the door. I'm wearing them like this. My mom loses it. She says, okay, let's just get this over with. Let's just get this over with. Sit there and my, I don't say a word. My dad begins to speak first. And my dad's like, hey, you know, they're very Korean. They don't know the system. Can we give you stuff here? And I'm just like staring at the ground. And then my dad, all of a sudden, he begins, we're just glad that you're not hurt. We love you. You opens. And then he asked me this killer question that shatters my heart, right? What do you want to eat the most, right? And then I'm like, they leave. I go back to myself. I don't say a word. I go back to myself. How am I feeling? Are they treating me like this? I thought they were going to scold me. I'm confused. I don't understand what's going on, right? I started experiencing these supernatural things. I started dreaming. This image, right, is my mother bawling. Every time I came home high. Again and again and again. In the third image, what do I see? At that moment, for the first time ever, I just begin to, I lose it. I just begin to bawl. Because I felt like, you know, I couldn't explain at the time, but looking back, I know that God was speaking to me. I'm going to show you my love through your father. To my mother, to my father, to God. I begin to understand that the only radical way is because to them, following Jesus is worth it. And after I got out, what happened? I began to prayer to accept Christ. It was just that moment in juvie. I was 15 years old. I wish I can tell you that everything went opening as I was born again. I became a Christian. And it was very difficult to adjust. Because of this is where I began to understand what spiritual warfare was. This is where my family, after I got out, we became best friends. We became mom. And he says, hurry up, come home. Your father went to the emergency room. He had a brain aneurysm. And we're praying for him like crazy. What's happening is this. After a month of praying for him, at that point, thousands of people were praying for my father. Thousands. I felt like God was asking me, this question. Would, he says, would you, this one is a serious one though, right? He says, would you rather, he says, would you, to living for Jesus Christ, like all out, or would you rather have your dad be healed? A week later, my dad passes away. Right? And, at the fu- and at that funeral, I begin to tear up. You know why? This is what I always Have the whole world, maybe ch- God chose the opposite of what I would have chosen. And for the world to live. And I had to experience that then. That I chose with a heartbeat. I want my dad to live. Forget the rest of the people. You know, God was trying to speak to me was, Hey, I chose for my son to die. Revelation. If I didn't have that revelation of God's love. If, and the gravity of his love. You know what would have happened? I probably would have been pissed at him. Anything in my being to be mad at God, to blame God. 
life has become an adventure. I'm not saying it became easier. In the face of loss, God began to highlight to me how I went through. Man, no matter what trials, hardships, you worth the blood of Christ. And I pray that Jesus, that we would be willing to sell that field. We would be willing to sell everything to buy that field. That truly Jesus will become our treasure. In your walk with the Lord, maybe you grew up in church, maybe you're a long time. Right? Wherever you are, seasons of my life, how worth it is Jesus to me, really? Let's pray. Yeah. Just want to close with uh, just one, one, one prayer. It's a pretty heavy message. Um, but I don't want to do... I want to... And if I can ask us to just close our eyes. Picture for you. I want you to... Can you imagine yourself wearing a crown of thorns? The very thing that we do deserve. Represent, imagine Jesus wearing a bright, golden, royal crown. And if you could just imagine with me Jesus taking off his thorns. And what he's doing is he has placed He has placed that royal crown upon your head. You are worthy to be loved in and of yourself. I crown you with dignity. I crown you with a new identity. I will take this crown of thorns. And I will lay down my life. As tonight as we close, I, w- I want us to, every single person in this room, if we can just say an honest, I would like to pray that prayer that Paul prayed. That all things, that in, those things are little trinkets of this world. God, I want you to be my treasure. Who you are. Jesus, you're going to have to show me who you are. And pray that sincere prayer just between you and God. So I'll give you a minute or two. Let's just begin to pray. close in prayer I'm going to just read the passage one more it says for where your treasure is there your heart will be 13 says the kingdom of heaven is like treasure then in his joy he goes and sells all the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant in search of fine pearls all that he had and bought it prayer, but I feel like God's putting something else on my heart I want to share with us and then I'll close in prayer. And in this movie, have you guys seen Ocean's 8? Right? Together, right? And they plan, they make a plan to try to start a diamond necklace held in like a vault 
In a vault, in a vault, in a vault. They make a fake necklace, diamond necklace, that looks exactly the same. Put in the fake one. And then they take the treasure. Why am I sharing? That the enemy, that Satan comes to steal, kill, and destroy the full. Which means this. I feel like for some of faith, where we think it may be the real thing, but maybe Satan has come. To... You see, I just want to see ritualistic, religious life that we may have been living. I'm not saying all this. This is the fullness of life. I have come to give the fullness of life in our lives. The real Christianity, what it means to live our real life, it's going to begin to do all these things. Anybody right. here? I just felt like God put that on my heart. But let me just close us. All right, let me close for the stories that you are writing. We thank you for the life of Oscar. On your mighty right hand, you made yourself known. And that your love, dignity, worth, God. You gave him a new name, a new identity, God. And I declare God, we just thank you that it says in your word that you, knowing that what you would be purchasing, God, knowing that you would be purchasing relationship, joy set before you. And all we want to say, God, is we want to reciprocate, God. We'll be our, our, our fields, God. We want you to be, we want to confess honestly with our hearts, you, Jesus, compared to being known by you, Jesus, compared to doing and following you for real, Jesus. So I pray in our lips, God, that you may become our treasure. You may become everything, God. Be your children here. Would you speak personally and directly to them, God? We love you and we thank you, Father. We praise you, God.